0: This is Ham College Episode 83 for November 30th, 2021. This episode of Ham College is brought to you by ICOM. This season, spice up your ham shack with ICOM's IC705 Portable or the new, now shipping, ID52A Handheld. Happy Holidays from ICOM! Welcome to another episode of Ham College. I'm Professor Thomas. And I'm Dean Martin. And this is the December. No, this is the end of November episode. Which just happens to be in December. In the early December. Yeah. Interesting questions tonight. We're still studying RLC circuits. Interesting is a good word, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's the best. What did we talk about last time?
1: That's a good question. Uh, we did talk about some circuits. Uh Resonance and Q characteristics. Resonance and Q characteristics of resonance circuits. That was a tongue twister. Series and parallel resistance. Resonance. <laughs> I don't know. I can't even read the thing. <laughs> Definitions and effects of Q, half power bandwidth, phase relationships, and reactive. Wow. That was a lot to say. Yeah. Well know what we're going to talk about this time.
0: It's kind of similar. I think some, I know. Some tough stuff. Yeah. It's going to be time constants and phase relationships, RL and RC time constants, phase angle in reactive circuits and components, and admittance and susceptance.
1: Yeah. It's easy yeah.
0: for you to say. This is the point where electronics got hard. Yeah. When I, 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 I kind of
1: noticed. I don't remember this when I t- this stuff being on here when I took my my uh, extra test. It may have been on there back then, but I just do not remember.
0: I don't remember it either. But um,
1: and as usual, I didn't study, so I'm taking one for the team and shows show you what happens mm-hmm. if you don't study for your test before you go take it.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> well. I Actually, I I had to do some research so that we could explain some of these tonight because, uh, boy, there's some tough ones. They're not really that bad once you've studied them, but before that, oh, man, it's it's tough.
1: Yeah, so watch the look on my face and you'll see.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, anytime we're doing a show live, we've also got a chat room going on at the same time. If you'd like to join in the fun... AmateurLogic.tv slash chat. But if you're watching live, it's the YouTube chat. What is the term for the time required for the capacitor in an RC circuit to be charged to 63.2% of the applied voltage or to discharge to 36.8% of the initial voltage? Is it A, an exponential rate of 1? B, one time constant? C one exponential period.
1: Or D, a time factor of one. I think I know what this one is, but because I know what the topics were for tonight, one of the topics was the time was for time constants. The same what you read a while ago? Yeah. So I'm going with that. B one time constant. But so, I don't know. That's my guess. That I don't, but otherwise I I wouldn't have a clue, honestly.
0: Well, I'm gonna say that's a good answer. Everybody in the chat room is saying it is. Okay, and it is. Here, I'll go ahead. And- okay. Look, we actually, it actually bumped really fist. Did it. Yeah,
1: that might be. We had not done that in a while. I know. You want some hand sanitizer?
0: Yeah. Next time, well, I'll go high. You go low. <laughs> yeah. Top me off there. <laughs> All right, I've got some splaining to do on this one.
1: Okay, yeah, that would be good because those are some very specific numbers right there.
0: Yeah, and it would have been nice if I would have studied this splaining before we actually got to it tonight.
1: It would have been nice if I would have studied the the, uh, the topics too, but then it kind of makes it sort of boring.
0: Well, If I, we
1: both sat here and went ripped down through every one and got them all right, it would be kind of boring, wouldn't it?
0: Well, yeah, it could be. This is a view of a series RC capacitor voltage and the time constant. You can see the formula there is time constant equals the resistance times the capacitance, that's a resistance in ohms times the capacitance in farads. Follow along the bottom of line there, that's the time constant, the first line there. Well, after the zero is one time constant. And if you see as that capacitor is charging up, the slope from zero up to where it crosses the one time constant line hits at 63.2%. The capacitor in an RC circuit does not charge up linearly. You can see there is a slope to it that changes with time. And we call one time constant once it's reached 63.2.
1: What's the significance of those uh, values? 63.2%. That's a very specific number.
0: If you took the resistance and multiplied that by the capacitance, one time constant would just happen to work out at 63.2% of the charge. Now, that's if it's a series RC circuit. If it was a series RL circuit, the formula would be different. Time constant will equal L over R.
1: What letter is commonly used to represent susceptance? A, G,
0: B, X, C, Y, D, B. What letter is commonly used to represent susceptance? Yeah, this would be
1: this would be another guess right here.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I think it would be a guess. I know it wouldn't be X because that's that's reactants.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't think it would be Y either. But, and I don't know. I don't know. If they're typically used for other things. They're yeah. like the first ones people, they're used for stuff.
0: Well, the actual one it is. I'm not really seeing them just run off the rails with the answer here in the chat room either. Hmm. Well, there's a couple answers in there. A few. Yeah,
1: they're starting to come in. Yeah.
0: It is D, B. D B. Yep. Answer D, which is the letter B. That stands for susceptance. You know what susceptance is? Nope. Susceptance is the imaginary part of admittance, where the real part is conductance.
1: This is made up. (laughs)
0: That does sound kind d- of I imaginary. I could have came up with that. Yeah. The reciprocal of admittance is impedance, where the imaginary part is reactance and the real part is resistance. And SI unit, acceptance is measured in Siemens. Or Simons. I don't know how you want to pronounce that. Admittance is a reciprocal of impedance. And, you know, impedance is... That's impeding the flow of current, Mm -hmm. where admittance would be accepting or admitting the flow of current. Allowing. That's a good word. Okay. And, you know, when we're talking about AC here, things get complicated. You're not just dealing with a resistance. You're dealing with a reactance as well, which is... The imaginary part the real part is the resistance I'm not sure why they use that term imaginary
1: yeah I'm not either because that kind of really messes with your head a little bit
0: yeah it does I can
1: imagine a lot of stuff
0: well true but not all of it's right that's the problem well here. is this yeah. right well that's the answer let's see it is thanks for bringing it up I guess it was good to actual get to the point. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, I got another question for you. How is impedance in polar form converted to an equivalent admittance? A, take the reciprocal of the angle and change the sign of the magnitude.
1: B, take the reciprocal of the magnitude and change the sign of the angle. C,
0: I'm glad you got this one. Take the square root of the magnitude. (laughs) You're laughing over there. That's mean, man. (laughs) C, take the square root of the magnitude and add 180 degrees (laughs) to the angle. Or D,
1: square the magnitude and subtract 90 degrees from the angle. I have no earthly idea. I want so bad to look down at the chat room, but I'm not going to. How is the impedance in polar form converted to an equivalent admittance?
0: Well, this won't be the answer, but it's just uh, one thing to know about impedance, that it can be specified in polar or rectangular form. Rectangular would be Cartesian. So that means you could have uh, like 10 ohms with a phase angle of negative 120 or 10 ohms, negative J, whatever, you know, if you converted it. So there's two different ways of specifying the same number. And they're they're asking about the polar form there, which would be the one that's showing the number of degrees rather than just, say, in a J or the, well, the reactants. I want to go
1: with B. Take the reciprocal of the magnitude.
0: And change the sign of the angle. angle. That's what the people in the chat room are saying.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with that. That's just a guess. Like, I I really don't know. It's probably not. Well, if they said it in the chat room, it might be right. Yeah.
0: Uh, I'm going to agree with you.
1: What is the time constant of a circuit having two 220 microfarad capacitors and two ohm resistors all in parallel? A, 55 seconds.
0: B, 110 seconds. C, 440 seconds. Or D, 220 seconds. You're going to have to do some calculating on this one. So let me just show you my figures where I was going through, deciding what what this is going to be. The first thing you got to do is you've got to get the two capacitors together and the two resistors together and mm-hmm. see what the real values of those are going to be. Right. This is a circuit we're looking at. 220 microfarads, two of those in parallel. And then the two 1 megohm resistors there. C total equals C1 plus C2. And resistance total equals the reciprocal of the reciprocal of R1 plus the reciprocal of the reciprocal of R2.
1: Okay.
0: Which, if they're both the same, it's just half. And that's the easiest way to, to figure it out. If there's only two resistors, there's another formula you can use. But if it's more than two, then you got to get with these reciprocals here. So I just went ahead and showed that formula. But essentially, your time constant is going to equal the resistance time the capacitance. So if we said 500,000 ohms times 440 microfarads to farads, that'd be 0. 0.00044 equals 220 seconds. So first part, getting your capacitors down to one capacitance and your resistors to one resistance, then just multiply them. What happens to the magnitude of a pure reactance when it is converted to <laughs> susceptance? A, it is unchanged. (laughs) B, the sign is reversed. C, it is shifted by 90 degrees. Or D,
1: it becomes a reciprocal. What happens to the magnitude of a pure reactance when it's converted to a susceptance? Okay, well, you kind of actually, you actually said this earlier. So, I mean, it would have to be D.
0: It becomes a reciprocal. If there's no resistance or conductance present, then it is the magnitude is a reciprocal of reactance. If there had been some resistance there or conductance, then it wouldn't just be the reciprocal, it gets a little more complicated.
1: What is susceptance? A, the magnetic impedance of a circuit.
0: B, the ratio of magnetic field to electric field.
1: C, the imaginary part of admittance.
0: Or D, a measure of the efficiency of a transformer. What is susceptance? I don't think it's got anything to do with magnetic impedance of a circuit. I no don't think it's got anything to do with the ratio well, of the magnetic field to sure the electric field. i pretty sure you answered field. this earlier, too. Yeah. And it's it's not the measure of efficiency of a transformer. It's imaginary part of admittance. Yeah, we did talk about this earlier. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say it's C. Chat room. Yeah, uh, we got They're a few C's. C's. There's not a lot of answers yeah.
1: popping up in there, but the ones that are in there are C's.
0: Tom, I'll agree. I kind of remember these concepts, too. And, yes, they make my brain hurt now just as much as they did. Yeah, well,
1: yeah, they make mine hurt, too.
0: I was in college taking electronics in the middle 70s. You know how many times I've had to use this since then? Probably not too many. You could probably count them on, um, you know. No hands. No more than two hands. Uh, When I need it. I just pull out the book and get the formula right there. Mm-hmm. I don't have them stored in my head. Now. There's a lot of things I don't have stored in my head anymore. Imaginary and, part of admittance.
1: And I don't use any of this stuff with my job and the day-to-day things. So I have absolutely no reason to. Yeah. Like, and you, you do this kind of stuff for your yeah. living, and you hardly use it.
0: So. But I can't tell you when the last time I asked my question uh, or questioned myself as to what is the acceptance of that circuit right there who cares it just it just (laughs) hasn't come up in you know 30 or 40 years not not (laughs) even
1: over lunch with co-workers no it hadn't Hmm. but you need to learn it here yep you do at least
0: you need to understand it well talking about your head hurting how would you like to take a break for just a moment so i can load up some more questions sounds great does sound pretty good, doesn't it? It
1: sounds fantastic.
0: Happy Holidays from ICOM. This season, spice up your ham shack with ICOM's IC705 Portable or the now shipping new ID52A Handheld. These radios are perfect for staying in or venturing out and working your favorite bands this winter season. The IC705 is the perfect sidekick and QRP companion. Base station features and functionalities at the tips of your fingers in a portable package, covering HF 6 meters, 2 meters and 70 centimeters. This compact rig weighs in at just over 2 pounds with RF direct sampling for most of the HF band and IF sampling for frequencies above 25 MHz. 4.3-inch color touchscreen with live band scope and waterfall, 5 watts with battery pack BP272 or 10 watts with external 13.8-volt DC, single sideband CW-AM-FM, as well as full DSTAR functions, micro-USB connector Bluetooth, and wireless LAN connectivity, integrated GPS with antenna and GPS logger, micro-SD card slot, included HM243 speaker microphone, and it supports QRP and QRPP operations. ID52A is now shipping. ICOM's newest handheld amateur radio is a VHF-UHF dual-bander with D-Star and FM dual-mode functions. This radio supports conventional FM communications and D-Star simplex, repeater, regional, and worldwide calls over the D-Star Internet gateway. The ID-52A is the first handheld amateur radio with a full-color 2.3-inch waterfall display and the ability to send photos over D-Star with a connected Android device. Other features include wideband receiver with guaranteed range of 144-148 and 440-450 MHz. Simultaneously receive VHF-VHF, UHF-UHF, VHF-UHF with dual DV mode. Integrated GPS GLONASS receiver including grid square location, micro SD card slot, micro USB port for data transfer, programming, and charging, and it meets IPX7 waterproof standards. The ID-52 is a perfect companion for the ID-705. Our family of favorite ICOM amateur radios are available this holiday season. The IC-9700, IC-7300, and IC-7610 base stations, and the ID-5100A mobile are the perfect gift. It's the most wonderful time of the year to give the gift of ICOM. For more information on iCom radios, visit icomamerica.com dot com slash amateur. Tommy, what do you say? We give away something.
1: Hey, okay, how about the shirt off my back, or one like it?
0: One like it. That okay. sounds better. All right. Yeah.
1: And and how about one of these ball caps that look kind of like this?
0: That would be nice as well.
1: Yeah, and maybe some other stuff probably get through in there too. Could, Could be.
0: Get some room in the box but left this over. is a cool shirt though.
1: Mm-hmm. Got uh. Got to admit, look just as good when you leave the ham fest as you do when you're getting there. Yep. With your bag of goodies and your cap on.
0: So, if somebody would like to win that, what would they do?
1: Well, you know, the, the qualifications are pretty stringent. You've got to have a name and you got to have an email address. And that's pretty much it. So, if you feel like you meet those qualifications, you can send an email to hamcollege at amateurlogic.tv. You don't even have to put a note in there. You can if you want to. We'd love to read them. But uh, just send your name and, uh, well, your name to at TV. And if you get drawn, uh, somebody from ICOM will get in touch with you and get the rest of your information to get your prizes to you.
0: And we just drew right before the show tonight a random winner for this month's contest. And it says, hey, Professor and Dean, I wanted you to know I got Gordon West technician book and found and watched you guys on Roku. Found a club giving the test, tested on my birthday, November 4th, 2021, and passed. They digitally sent in my results, and I had my call sign the next day by mid-morning. Now, K-O-4-U-L-T. Awesome. Have no equipment, but I do have a license. Rick Van Trees in Hartsville, Tennessee. Congratulations, yeah, Rick.
1: Congratulations, Rick. And that, that is absolutely amazing that they can do that that fast now.
0: Yeah. And welcome to the hobby. When I got into hobby, I took the exam, and it was like a month before I had my call uh-huh. sign.
1: I, yeah, same here. I, I remember checking the mail every day looking for that thing coming. Yeah. Now, now it's all digital, so you don't have to worry about that. It's pretty amazing.
0: Yeah, it does go much, much quicker. Well, unfortunately, we've got some more questions tonight.
1: <laughs> unfortunately.
0: <laughs> what is the phase angle between the voltage across and the current through a series RLC circuit if X sub C is 500 ohms, R is 1k ohm, and X L is 250 ohms. Is it A, 68.2 degrees with the voltage leading the current?
1: Lord, have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have summed it up better myself. <laughs> uh, B... 14 degrees with the voltage leading the
0: current. C, 14 degrees with the voltage lagging the current.
1: Or D, 68.2 degrees with the voltage lagging the current. I I really have no idea. I I know it's going to be wrong, so I'm going with A. I I just really don't know. I don't know the formula. I, I don't know.
0: Okay, let's see. I don't
1: have anybody's paper to cheat off of. Let's see. Well, that was pretty loud, wasn't it?
0: Well, you want me to do some splaining? Yeah.
1: That would be good.
0: And let me just say, it took me a while to come up with the correct answer on this. Because good. of one particular thing I missed in trying to solve it. Let's look at our circuit first. We've got a thousand ohm resistor. An inductor that at whatever frequency we're using here would have 250 ohms of reactance, and a capacitor which at the same frequency would have minus 500 ohms of reactance. The first thing you got to do is combine those two reactances together. Add those two together, then what we're going to have is negative 250 ohm capacitive reactance because it'll cancel out the inductor. We won't even see it in the circuit. Then we've got to do some tough stuff. This is a formula we're going to need to use right here. We take the reactants and divide it by the resistance and then get the arc tangent of that. So let's go through the steps. Here's my reasoning right here and the logic I used or actually the formulas and figures I came up with when I worked this out. First thing you got to do is solve for x, so that's going to be x sub l minus x sub c. If you combine those together, you've got negative 250 ohms. We know we got a thousand ohms of resistance, so 250 divided by 1000 gives us 0.25, which will be a negative number. And then we get the arctangent of that, negative 0.25, and that comes out to 14 degrees. You have to use the arctangent button on your calculator or a slide rule. It took me like a couple of sessions of trying to go through here and calculate this out before I could ever get it to come up to negative 14 degrees. And I looked at three different books. I looked at Gordo's study guide. I looked at the ARRL question book and the ARRL study guide. I tried to follow what they had, and I still couldn't come up with negative 14 degrees. And I watched some videos on YouTube and did a lot of stuff trying to figure out how did they come up with that answer. It hit me, when you're using a scientific calculator, there's going to be a button on there where you can choose whether you're doing in radians or degrees. You've got to put it in degrees. Oh. Yeah, and none of those places that I just mentioned gave that tip. So remember that if you're going to take your exam. If you're figuring out phase angles and such, you want to flip your calculator over to the degree mode.
1: Tom said, have they changed the rules so you can watch YouTube videos now?
0: No, they haven't, Tom, but let me just say, (laughs) that wouldn't have helped you a bit. Nobody said hit the degree button on your calculator wow wow yeah so that took a little well it took way longer than it should have to answer it just not paying attention enough, i you know i i don't often use a scientific calculator where i need to go you know do my calculating degrees yeah.
1: do you do you even own a real one I, I do
0: I, not. I don't think I do anymore. Yeah. No.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Okay. But you may one. want
1: to invest in one if you're going, you want to get those right.
0: Oh, yeah. Yep. Or borrow one. hmm You can get them cheap these days. Back mm-hmm. when I bought one in school, it was like 80 bucks, I think. mm
1: mm-hmm. I had to buy one for my son when he was in high school.
0: Yeah. Next question.
1: What is the phase angle between the voltage across and the current through a series RLC circuit if XC is 100 ohms, R is 100 ohms, and XL is 75 ohms? A,
0: 14 degrees with the voltage lagging the current. B, 14 degrees with the voltage leading the current.
1: C, 76 degrees with the voltage leading the current.
0: R D 76 degrees with the voltage lagging the current. So I'm going to figure this one out the same way we did the last one. First, I've got to solve the reactant. So that is going to be 100 ohms or a negative a 100 ohms of capacitive reactant, 75 ohms. Of inductive reactance. So that's going to give me like, but that's uh, minus 25 ohms of reactance and then 100 ohms of resistance. 25 divided by 100, 0.25, and it's going to be a negative 0.25. We're in degrees, which that's good. All right, let's go to trigonometry here, and which one is the arctangent there?
1: Tom says click second, then click tan one.
0: He's right. Trigonometry, second, and arctangent, and you got 14, and that was a negative number, so it's a negative 14. I'm glad Tom was handy there. Yeah. That's so there you go, stuff.
1: learning moment right yep. there for everybody. <laughs> Yeah, so let's Tom. just see.
0: So I said it was a negative 14 degrees. Mm-hmm. Negative 14 degrees with voltage lagging the current. Oh, I didn't say the lagging part. Since it was negative, that means it was lagging. There's the circuit. First thing we did is we resolved out uh, the reactants would be. That was going to be minus 25 ohms. Minus 25 divided by the resistance 100 ohms. And that was going to be... A minus 0.25 take the arc tangent of that suggestion here is going to be study your calculator before you go now they're not going to let you bring your Windows PC in and use that so hopefully you won't have a second button you've got to deal with you'll just have them all or however your calculator does it it could be it could be different What is the relationship between the AC current through a capacitor and the voltage across a capacitor? A. Voltage and current are in phase. B.
1: Voltage and current are 180 degrees out of phase.
0: C. Voltage leads current by 90 degrees.
1: Or D. The current leads the voltage by 90 degrees. What is the Shift between the AC current through a capacitor and the voltage across capacitor. I'm gu- I'm gonna guess it's B. Okay. Voltage and current are 180 degrees.
0: All right. B between the cur-
1: uh That's what I'm. That's my guess. But I don't. I really don't yeah. know. I th- well, I'm thinking that's
0: the chattering is saying right. D. And I'm going um, to agree with them.
1: D, I, I said D, not B.
0: Oh, I misunderstood you. you I'm did. sorry. I, I, okay. I'd already sounded the buzzer by then. You got some splain in there, Mr. Wizard? No, I mean, I don't know how you can explain this other than... Well, that makes two of us. <laughs> in an AC, <laughs> in an AC uh, circuit, you know, current flowing through a capacitor the relationship between the current and the voltage is going to be the current leaves the voltage by 90 degrees. I don't. I mean, there's no other way to explain that. It's just
1: known fact. That's, huh? Well,
0: everybody knew it, but me. No, it's not always known, but yeah, if you if you knew it, there's your answer.
1: And if you didn't, yep. now you do. Yep. You're
0: welcome. These are quite painful tonight. She's
1: telling me. I mean, you haven't got a buzzer yet.
0: If you had been studying this stuff, you could have just rattled all of this off. But not. I mean, if you're just yeah. coming out of the blue into it, these are tough. Uh huh. Based on that, I think maybe we should take another quick break, and I should load up. Our, yeah. a couple of questions. I think I need questions. something to drink. More questions? Uh, only a couple. Okay. Around the 15th of each month, it's Amateur Radio's original and longest-running video podcast, AmateurLogic.TV, with hosts George Thomas, Tommy Martin, Emil Diodeyne, and Mike Morneau. Roughly, here's what I have. The bottom trace here is ground. While the
1: elements will jiggle some, they're actually not too bad. It's light.
0: After putting it together, I decided to test everything, so I ran in 12 volts, and I'm measuring the output here. No, it's not too windy right now, Jim. It was yesterday. We're in the antenna switching matrix. Any one of our six broadcast transmitters could be connected to any of the 22 antennas. I personally am so thrilled that George got the special award. Well deserved, my friend. That's really cool. What about the Super Bowl, Emil? Did you go to the Super Bowl or were you at home uh, operating that night? Tune in my amplifier and... Oh, I lost power in the shack and uh, went outside. The house lost power. <laughs> the whole neighborhood went out for about 30 minutes. I, I don't know what
1: happened. Ah. Huh. That explains a lot. Now yeah, we can take this and put it over inside our box. It's flush to the bottom. If we were to rotate, we can see that thing goes all the way through, so we'll have a
0: hole in the bottom. What ammunition do you use in there?
1: Uh, actually, you can use black
0: powder. You can use um, <laughs> WD-40. You can use, you know, anything combustible. Um, you just have to use the right quantity, and uh, we assume no responsibility for mishaps. <laughs> Here's what it looks like after I've got them all soldered together and heat shrinked up. Okay, let's give it a try and see how it worked out. So there you have it, the hula loop. No, you can't null out the dogs barking. I have two thin film solar cells to run this. It looks like a little mini weather satellite actually. And uh, I'm using a guitar string for the antennas. I particularly like that last one there, $29.99. You can get a 50 foot garden hose extension cord combo. <laughs> Do not get cord wet. Now, most of these J poles are built with metal elements or tubing. Uh, the reason I chose wire for this one is the length of this particular one. So I wanted to hang it from the tree so I can hoist it up there. Yeah. Go fishing. Well, we, we couldn't find the reel. Yeah. <laughs> is that what yeah. that is? All right, Tommy, sing the theme song here. The next episode, live stream, will be on December 17th.
1: Yep, as of now. Should be. Mm
0: -hmm. And it's going to be a special Christmas show. So, you know, drop in there. I think there's going to be um, some interesting things.
1: What is the phase angle between the voltage across and the current through a series RLC circuit if XC is 25 ohms, R is 100 ohms, and XL is 50 ohms. A, 14 degrees with the voltage lagging the current.
0: B, 14 degrees with the voltage leading the current.
1: C, 76 degrees with the voltage lagging the current.
0: R, D, 76 degrees with the voltage leading the current. Okay. So this is essentially the same question we had earlier. It's different. Different values. Different values. But we're still going to need a calculator for it. And it just so happens I happen to have a calculator right here. And you have some
1: recent experience in using one.
0: What values were we dealing with? Let's see. The X sub C is 25, X sub L is 50 ohms. So I'll subtract. 25 ohms of capacitive reactants from the inductive reactants. And that's going to give me a plus a plus 25 for the reactants. Okay. So I'll take the reactants, which is 25 divided by 100. Click on equals 0. 0.25. It's positive this time. It's not negative. Mm-hmm. All right. So trigonometry, and let's go to the Second here, and we'll choose arctangent 14, but that's a plus 14. It's not negative this time because we have inductive reactants instead of capacitive reactants. 14 degrees with the voltage leading the current. That's the answer right there. It's going to be B.
1: That's what would everybody you, else is saying, too. Would you concur? I, oh, yeah. I've done, that's B for sure.
0: Anybody should know that, huh? Yeah. Well, all right. Well, let's see. It is B.
1: Of course it is. What else could it be?
0: B Or not to be. <laughs> uh, let's just look through the slides since I got them. Well, you know how to get the reactants. You just take the 50 ohms and the minus 25 ohms of reactances, put them together plus 25. Same formula we've been using earlier. There's everything all ciphered out. Come out with a positive 14 degrees. (laughs) You look startled. Yeah, I
1: was just trying to, I was just reading
0: it. What is admittance? A, the inverse of impedance. B, the term
1: for the gain of a field effect transistor.
0: C, the turns ratio of a transformer.
1: Or D, the inverse of Q factor. And I believe admittance would be the inverse of impedance why would
0: you say such a thing well
1: because uh, i mean just i went to ham college
0: man oh well, and that I, explains I a it, lot i
1: learned it in class recently okay. very recently
0: well i can't argue with that logic well they're a little mixed in the chat room most of the people uh, are. come saying, on you guys hey, got to
1: be ham college graduates
0: I, I'm going to agree with you. Okay. I'm going to say it's a... And it is. The inverse of impedance. So
1: how many buzzers did I get tonight? I know I got one. Two. Maybe two. Yeah. Well, it could have been a lot worse.
0: Let me say, when I was going through all of these, uh, when I made the images up and all of that... Earlier in the week, there was more than two buzzers going off, but I had to answer all of them incorrectly. No, not incorrect. But uh, I had to go through all of them because I always check myself. I don't just look straight at the answer uh-huh. and try to figure out how in the heck I'm going to explain that. Sometimes that works out. Sometimes, well, you see how it works out. But. Uh, yeah, these were tougher ones. I, I know last month we talked about how tough the questions were. Oh, yeah, I this, didn't
1: think they could be any worse. They
0: were. Yeah, I yeah.
1: noticed. They I can
0: don't... actually get worse than this, but I have not looked at what's going to be on next yeah, it's, month. Yeah, it's best just to not even look yet. Yeah, we got Christmas coming up and all. We don't, you know. Yeah. We, we don't want to go there. Yeah,
1: we got New Year's coming up, too.
0: We do. Are we going to do a, a live stream for uh, you New Year's? just
1: took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to ask you the same thing. I'm, I don't thinking, know. I'm thinking there's probably a good possibility. Well,
0: let's ask the folks over in the chat room. Chat room, what do you think? Should we do a New Year's live stream this year? Would anybody watch?
1: Well, I'm pretty sure at least one in there would watch because see, we were talking about it on the phone.
0: Oh, Andy. I bet, okay, Andy. Yeah. Well, somehow it got real quiet in the chat room there. Okay, now they're answering.
1: Yeah, I think we must have a pretty good bit of uh, latency on the feed tonight.
0: It was, yeah, it could be. It was set for ultra-low latency. I usually do that for I Ham College episodes. Well, let's check with email and Mike. I'm going to say, yeah, it's it's going to be a go. Yep, sounds good. Will there be party favors? Good question, Johnny.
1: You'll just have to kind of look around and see if you can find yeah. some.
0: Yeah, we don't know what it'll be because <laughs> we haven't really talked about it yet.
1: Yeah. That's kind of how we do a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah? <laughs> Wait till the last minute? and. No. Uh, sometimes.
1: Yeah, not Not always. Not everything.
0: Marty is throwing his vote for half speed theater in there. I I am That's too It's kind Marty. of
1: an expectation, I think.
0: Yeah. We've be-
1: got a clip that I've been saving for quite some time for that. Uh, oh really? Okay. I'm not gonna let the cat out of the
0: bag. Okay. All right. Well, um, Yeah, it's kind of become an expectation and now the first group of those were so good. We have to do some looking to come up with good ones for the mm-hmm. future. Oh, yeah. But it's pretty funny stuff, though. Yeah. They could probably use a lot of stuff out of tonight's episode, though. And...
1: <laughs> I'm going to try to forget this when
0: that actually yeah. happened. It might be a good.
1: Actually, good idea. I'm not. Because I actually, it, it's kind of painful, but I actually learned some stuff tonight. So that's what it's all about, right?
0: Yep. Yeah. Jim said, Poor cat, let the cat out of the bag. Me to show the clip of blood draining out of Tommy's face at the beginning.
1: Yeah, when we had the pileup, that was crazy, man. Oh, yeah. There were so many people at one time on digital, and you can't can't get in and tell people to hold on. You just have to let it run its course.
0: Yep. It's been a fun, interesting show tonight. It has. I wish I would have taken the few minutes ahead of the show tonight to just review my materials there and my operation of the calculator.
1: Yeah, well, the yeah. material went pretty good. The calculator could have been a little bit smoother, but uh, yeah. I couldn't operate it for that either. Oh, I, could, I haven't looked at that stuff in so long. I
0: can nail it now as long as it was questions. On series RLC circuits and voltage Mm -hmm. leading current or vice versa. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Some of that gets kind of tough. And these, seriously, those were easy formulas there. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are some whoppers when you really get into uh, complex circuits. Hopefully we won't have to do that
1: uh yeah i don't remember not for the not for the test i don't think
0: yeah well you know it's been nice weather here in mississippi this week it has t-shirt weather
1: yeah it's uh last week was kind of cold but uh, this week's been really nice Mm -hmm. it's uh almost summertime again so i'm hoping tomorrow's nice too so what if you had to prepare for all seasons well, I don't, you know, the weather changes so dramatically, you could need a jacket, T-shirts, whatever. You could go to a certain place right there, shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash amateur logic. You can get, if it's sunny, you can get a hat to keep the sun out of your eyes. If you're thirsty, you can get a cup for something cold to drink. If it's cold, you can put something warm in there. Jackets. Backpacks, there's all kind of stuff in there. Uh, amateur logic and ham college swag. So it's about uh, time to get the rest of those uh, Christmas presents wrapped up. So go check out uh, shop. Com forward slash amateur logic and finish up your Christmas shopping. It's an excellent idea. It is. Yeah. I'm going to get my wife something from there. <laughs> <I> was... <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're not going to suggest. Yeah, y'all yeah, see me yeah. at the New Year's thing with the black <laughs> yeah. eye. <laughs> yeah, you know, I can't. I can't really recommend that now. But yeah, yeah, Marty could. You know. Yeah. Hmm. Actually, my wife's a ham. Your Your wife is a ham. Yeah. Hmm. She's probably still wouldn't appreciate a— No, she would not. <laughs> an astrologic ball cap though.
1: Actually, you know what? She'd not the ball cap, but she'd probably wear the t-shirt. So
0: yeah, yeah. What's going to be going on Tuesday night? Oh
1: man, Tuesday nights—that's that's one of the best nights of the week. Join us for the Amateur Logic Soundcheck Net every Tuesday night, eight uh, Central Time or zero two hundred UTC. We've got all these different digital modes all connected together. It's a lot of fun. Yep.
0: Yeah. And if you'd like to get in on the high society or fraternities at Ham College, there's a place you can do that. That is facebook.com slash group slash Ham College.
1: Yeah, we're also on Twitter. Follow us at Ham College. Or? Groups.io slash g slash amateur logic. And we're also on MeWe.
0: MeWe.com slash join slash Ham College. So, to be honest... Probably all of these addresses at Amateur Logic are going to be more activity there than Ham College, but we have both.
1: So we monitor both. Yep. Some yeah. of them are the same one.
0: Yep. And you can get the show note wiki to find out what was in each episode at dot slash wiki. Yep. How was Thanksgiving?
1: It was great. Um, I actually cooked Thanksgiving this year at my house. And uh, everyone survives, I'm happy to say. Okay. So it came out exceptionally well.
0: Well, we ordered the honey-baked ham, and she got the um, their turkey at the same time. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of honey-baked turkey. I've just got to say that. Oh, is it sweet? Yeah. Never had it? No. No, but the
1: honey baked ham is great.
0: Yeah. Well yeah, the ham is great. We ate every bit of that. We got a Cajun turkey this year. And the dogs enjoyed the turkey. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, I wish we had gotten a Cajun turkey. That's what I've gotten in years past, but this year the place we got it from didn't didn't do it. Yeah. So.
1: But my my work always gives us a card for Logan Farms. Uh huh. And I got the Cajun Turkey. Actually, I just got my card for Christmas so today. It came in the mail, so we'll get something for Christmas. Like, luckily, I didn't have to cook a turkey because we got one for free. Cajun fried turkey? Um, no, I think I think it was smoked. Hmm. Okay. But it had the Cajun seasoning injected in it. It was yeah. it was really good. Oh it was yeah, excellent.
0: Now, we've had uh, the fried um, mild seasoned Cajun mm-hmm. for the last several years, and oh man, the best turkey I've ever had.
1: Yeah, I I fry them. Well, we used to fry them, but uh, it's, it's a lot of work. And dangerous. It's, uh, yeah, it can yeah. if you're not careful. But we never had any incidents like that with it. Um, but the cleanup is a pain. You, it takes you 45 minutes to fry the turkey, and it takes you three or four hours of to clean up the mess
0: afterwards. Oh, yeah, that makes it less attractive. Yeah. Yep. Well, thanks for being with us tonight, everyone. Glad you could join us live, and uh, you know, if you are watching live, you want to join in the chat room there because it's a, a good time going in there always. And you have to subscribe to Logic to join the chat. Just that was the only way we could really moderate it.
1: Yeah, it's uh, we were getting a lot of spam in the Facebook chat, and that pretty much cut
0: it all out, which was great. Yeah. Any final thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, nope.
1: We will see you guys in a couple weeks for the uh, Amateur Logic. We'll see some of you, hopefully all of you, for the Amateur Logic Christmas show.
0: Yeah, looking forward to it. It's always a fun time.
1: Oh yeah, it is. Uh-huh. I can't wait to see what we're going to do.
0: Me either. <laughs> Seven three, everyone. Seven three. the torn, coin. <laughs> if you want to do the coin toss and decide who's gonna take the first question tonight All right.
1: i don't think i even have any coins i don't even carry money anymore i have to flip my debit card
0: <laughs> <laughs> how is impedance <laughs> i just noticed <laughs> huh uh, tom said andy i think their answer is just trust us <laughs> A minus point two five take the arc of that arc tangent of that Arctangle oh, seems pretty degrees.
1: appropriate.